This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Diogo Jota at the doubles. The Fox in the box sees off the Foxes at Anfield. It's the post-game podcast here on Blood Red. I'm Guy Clark. Welcome along. Coming up, we'll hear from Jurgen Klopp in his post-match press conference following the 2-0 win over Leicester City, as well as our Reds regulars Mike Holt, Mark Baker and Ross Strachan on the post-game podcast. But as ever, first up from Anfield, the Echo's Liverpool correspondent, Paul Gorst. The post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel. Premier League's Anfield return for the first time in close two months has uh, coincided with a 2-0 win here against Leicester this evening. Uh, Diogo Jota's double takes the Reds to within nine points of Manchester City with a game in hand, of course, to come against Leeds later this month. Uh, Jota's 16th and 17th goals of the season uh, now mean that he's up to 12 in the Premier League and, of course, he'll be eyeing uh, a certain Mo Salah who sits top of the goal scoring charts. At present, it'll be a fascinating battle to see. What happens with those two in the race for the Golden Boots between now and the end of May? But uh, Liverpool were uh, dominant in, in all aspects of the game. Casper Schmeichel making nine saves in total. Uh, Luis Diaz, the new 50 million signer from Porto, uh, he was given his Premier League debut on the left of a front three um, alongside uh, Roberto Firmino and Diogo Jota, of course. Um, and he was bright throughout. He looks lively, he looks active, he looks like he never stops running, to be fair to him. He looks like he is uh, custom fitted to fit right into this Liverpool attack. Um, looks a Jurgen Klopp player and has already drawn some uh, hushed comparisons. It has to be said with a certain Luis Suarez, who of course signed for Liverpool in January back in uh, 2011. Uh, he'll do well to go uh, to go towards the uh, Uruguayans' feet in Anfield, but uh, the omens are good uh, early on. So far, so good. Um, great Premier League debut for the Colombian international. Uh, could have had a couple of goals himself, but for the heroics of Schmeichel, uh, Mohamed Salah was given uh, just over half an hour in the second half. He came on alongside Harvey Elliott and had about three chances of his own. Uh, he rattled the woodwork with one. Uh, Schmeichel made a good save with another. And uh, the Danish international kept out Salah with uh, one from a tight angle early on after lovely nutmeg from Harvey Elliott. Uh, it was great to see back him back on the pitch in, in the Premier League after the first, first Premier League appearance, of course, since that uh, horrendous ankle injury back at Leeds in September. So... Uh, all things considered, a good night at the office for Liverpool. Uh, winning ways, 2-0 against Leicester, a difficult, uh, always a difficult assignment to Brendan Rodgers' side. They, of course, beat Liverpool back in late December, but this was um, some sort of revenge, shall we say. Liverpool, comfortable winners. Um, Kepsis Michael kept Leicester in it for uh, a lot longer than they deserved to be, in all honesty, but um, Diogo Jota's double has uh, sent Liverpool to within nine points of Manchester City, and it's finished here at Anfield. Liverpool 2, Leicester City 0. You must have been pleased uh, with that performance. I am, because winning 2-0, I will never, and it's not allowed to take something I like let for granted. A lot of good football tonight, but there were moments when I would have wished we, we would have controlled the game a little bit more. Um, when we gave Leicester at least a bit too much possession, didn't lead to anything properly that they had massive chances or things like that. But um, it still it costs you kind of um, energy, and we could have invested that in the other direction. But anyhow, it was um, two wonderful goals. Could have scored more, um, and we are the deserved winner. So um, I'm really happy about that. A lot of players to mention, but if I could just mention the, the new signing, Luis Diaz. He looks home in a Liverpool shirt already. <laughs> 
That's exactly the impression he made in, 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 in training. And that's why we thought, come on, let's give it a try. So there were a lot of things when, was, so when we saw him playing for Porto, where we thought, yes, that's exactly what we want him to do as well. Um, on top of that, he seems to be a really smart football boy and um, has, um, so has watched, obviously, Liverpool quite a lot. Uh, we didn't overload new players with information in the first week and tell them everything what we want them to do. So we just have a look. And when, when we looked at it, then it looked like a Liverpool player. That's true. And in the last few minutes when he came on against Cardiff already, and now the situation was just made for it because um, Sadio came only home last night, is probably still in bed. Um, and more after four times, 120 minutes was clear he will not start as well. So um, that was just the situation was there. And he obviously enjoyed the game. And Manchester City, all you can do is make sure that they can't relax. I'm not sure we are in a position to um, get them on their toes, to be honest. Um, but it's not important in the moment, to be honest. It's imagine we have no chance to, to, be, to, 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 to catch them. Uh, would that mean we shall not try to play the best possible season for us? So <laughs> I can't see that. So first and foremost, we have to win our football games. And this football club um, is massive. And since I'm here, I can't remember a game we lost. And everybody said, yeah, we can lose that game. So um, it's always the same situation. There's a game. We put on the shirts and then we have to win it. Doesn't work out all the time, but uh, thank God it happened a couple of times. And um, so that's the situation we're in. So it was really important for us tonight to win because there's not only Man City to catch or whatever, if they are, I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of teams in behind us who want to get closer. And that's a very important task as well. Thanks, Gary. Conscious we've got a press conference quite early tomorrow morning. So we've got Dom King, Carl Markham, and then I think Leicester are doing two press conferences tonight. So we'll probably just call it there. Dom and then Carl, you've got a couple. Yeah, again, it's just a, a question on um, Jota. Um, I know you've, you've spoken about his qualities, but that's the 10th time he scored the opening goal this season for you. Um, it shows the importance of, of, of him making decisive contributions and big, big, important contributions as well. Absolutely true. I love one nils, to be honest. Um, I love two nils and three nils as well. So um, there's uh, the second or third goal in the game as well. So um, I couldn't care less. But yes, I know what you mean. He's, uh, he's obviously um, in a really goal-scoring moment, which is incredibly helpful. It, um, it's always helpful, but it was now obviously in the absence of Mo and Sadio, ex extremely helpful. And so, yeah, that's how it is. Um, we knew he's good. We had now we had no idea how good he, where his where his limit is or where where he can go. When I'm not sure he's already there, so he's just improving. And um, yeah, if you speak to him, you will realize he's a really smart person. So he will judge all that right, and then um, will use that for the next steps. Okay, thanks. Carl's finished, and then Lester coming straight in. Carl. Hi again. Hi Carl. When we spoke yesterday, uh, you said you didn't think Mo could have any more determination than he already has, but he could have scored a hat-trick in the 20 minutes after coming on. True. What a quality, yes. Eh? So um, I I think the first situation was incredible. I didn't first. Yeah, the counter. So when he, the first move was genius. <laughs> um, defender slipped and he, he uh, walked away. Um, unfortunately, Kasper Schmeier is not a bad goalie. 
So he made an incredible save and the player from yeah. So, yeah, okay, we won 2-0. There was a tackle for sure. I'm not sure 100% how we will judge that from a, from a ref point of view. Um, then the crossbar or the, what is that? The edge of the goal, incredible situation. And um, the other one I forgot actually. So that's just more. He, he had 35 minutes roundabout. 35 minutes time, that was the idea to bring him early, um, that we really can use it then. We, we, we played a lot of football in the first 65, um, 55 minutes. And um, so that's tiring for the opponent as well. And then bringing more, that more come on, gives your game a different dimension. Eh? And um, we nearly used that. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Mike Holt from Go On The Match Podcast with my review on Liverpool 2, Leicester City 0. Uh, another three points in the league for the Reds, um, which comes at a time where we're looking at our attacking options and a bit spoilt for choice. Um, didn't think I'd be saying that at the start of the season. Um, like I say, it, it's absolutely brilliant at the moment that we've got so much attacking uh, threat at our disposal. Um, you know, when most Al's coming off your bench, you know, you're doing something right. Um, really great performance from the Reds. Nice professional. Um, you know, we didn't really be put, we weren't put under too much pressure by Leicester. I don't think they really impressed me that much, to be honest. Um, they almost set up as if they didn't want to get a hiding in this game, what it looked like. Um, especially after coming off a really Poor performance against Forest in the Cup for them, where Rodgers went in the media and pretty much outed every single one of their attitudes. Um, but, you know, I'm not really too bothered because their fans are, you know, they've been acting pretty inappropriately recently. But less said about that, the better. Um, yeah, brilliant performance. Um, the start on 11 was probably what we expected. Um, not too much. Um difference in what you think apart from maybe Henderson obviously he's out with a back injury um, there so it obviously gave a chance for one of Jones or Thiago to come into that midfield um, midfield looked pretty balanced to be honest um, I think Thiago was really good in just helping set that momentum the calmness on the ball keeping it going um, Curtis Jones picking it up deep starting to drive forward Um Fabino is obviously just Fabino. You know, you know what you're going to get with him. The back four, like I say, they weren't really tested. But what I did find interesting is I think Leicester sat set up so that the fullbacks couldn't bomb on, so Trent couldn't bomb on. But what that meant is that Robertson got a lot more of the ball, and I think Robertson was absolutely superb today. It's probably one of the best performances he's put in for a long time. Maybe he's feeling that pressure a little bit from Simicass, which is only a good thing for us. Um, it's going to push him on and keep him going. But like I say, I think because they sort of nullified Trent more, I think that gave Robertson a bit more exposure. Um, Van Dijk was really good. Matip was a little bit shaky. Um, you know, sometimes he was fine and sometimes his passing wasn't, you know, right on point. But, you know, saying that, he also got an assist, so you can't be too hypercritical. Um, and then obviously up front, Luis Diaz, you know, he looks like a Liverpool player, doesn't he? You know, I know it's early doors and we don't want to put too much pressure on him, but he looks like a Liverpool player. He's nimble, he's, he's fast with the ball, he's fast without the ball. He wants to get stuck in. Um, and, you know, once he gets past that language barrier, 
you know, I think he's going to really be such a good prospect for us. You know, he looks such an exciting talent. Um, Firmino is good. You know, Firmino does what he does. He, he goes about his business very quietly. Um, and Jota, well, man of the match for me. Um, obviously, his first goal, header from Van Dijk, which is a really good header. Schmeichel parries out, straight to the palms of... Um, straight into the path of Jota, who quite instinctively puts it away. Um, and then the second goal, again, instinctively, you know, Diogo Jota, he's almost like all the last five strikers that we've had, the best five strikers, I mean, in terms of if you look at maybe like a Fowler, a Torres, a Suarez, you know, he, he looks like all these players mixed into one. He's almost like a Michael Owen, a Fowler, a Torres. He's got all these different aspects about it. I'm not saying he's better in it than any of them, um, although he might could be, go on to be that. But he's almost got a bit of what they're all good at in himself. You know, he's such a great player. Such a live wire. Um, again, another t- typical Liverpool player. Um, and it, quite interestingly, him and Luis Diaz actually linked up quite nicely in that game. And then the second goal, like I say, Matt gets the assist. Um, and another just in- instinctive hit. He knows where the net is. He doesn't need to look up. Uh, 2-0. And it was, it, it was comfortable. I mean, first half an hour, I think we weren't at our best. But we weren't playing terribly. We were just easing our way into the game. We were nice and composed, trying to break them down. And then once the first went in, you know, you never really felt like it was, you know, a threat of being going behind or conceding a goal. So, you know, great performance. Then, like I say, with the bench, you haven't even got Manny and Henderson on that bench at the moment, and it looks strong. You're bringing Harvey Elliott and you're bringing Mo Salah off, um, which is just brilliant. Um, and this is exactly what we've needed for a long time. People at Harvey Elliott coming back from injury. Luis Diaz just bolsters that attacking threat. Um, and we just keep putting the pressure on City. That's all we can do. Um, you know, that's all we can do. Hopefully, City will drop points somewhere. Um, and we just got to keep putting the pressure on. Um, obviously, the Cups are looking really good at the moment. We've got a final at the end of the month. FA Cup, we're doing really well. Champions League next week. Really exciting time to be a Red. Um, and we, ju- we just keep going on. Um, a little plug for my own podcast, Go In The Match. Um, I've recently released a Ajax Rebirth special and a Rise and Fall of Palermo FC, which has got um, quite a lot of attention recently. Um, be made up if people could get on that. That would be brilliant. Um, Go In The Match on wherever you can get your podcast. We're also on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Mike Holt there with his take on the win over Leicester at Anfield. More opinion coming now. We've got Mark Baker to round things off. Not before, Ross Strachan. 2-0 victory at Anfield against Leicester City. So many positives uh, to look at from today and going forward. I'm not sure where to begin, really. First of all, obviously, you've got to mention Jose. Scored both goals for the Reds today. What a signing he's been. Tremendous bit of recruitment from him, all involved in that. No one thought he was going to be as good as he's been. His goal-scoring record's brilliant. And again today, clinical. Two really good strikers' goals, instinct. He was there on the spot for the first one, on the rebound. And the second one's a good bit of movement. And hits the ball first time. And, yeah, both goals done really well for them. And Jota, yeah, been a revelation. But so many, so many positives, like I say, for today. Um, Got to mention Diaz, obviously. 
his Premier League debut. We've seen a little glimpse of him in the Cup the weekend, but that was his first start and you can see he's going to fit in straight away. He is a Liverpool player. He's going to fit into that system perfectly. Shown really good, really good glimpses of uh, what he's what he's about. Good pace. Um, got an eye for goal. And you can see that he's, he's not afraid of a tackle either. He's got that physical physicalness about him. He'll put himself about, and he'll work hard the team. You can see he was getting back at certain times and. Another positive there, you could say his link up with uh, Robbo down the left was really good. There were some lovely little one twos between the two of them, and that's good going forward to know that they've had an instant. In, you've seen the source had an instant connection there where they, they were linking up well, so that's really, really good. Uh, Thiago back to fitness. I thought he was excellent today, really, really Rolls Royce player in that midfield when he's, when he's on form, stroking the ball around one side to the other. Yeah, I thought he had a good game. Fabinho, really good. Obviously, Mo Salah, back from the African Nations. Surprised he came back so quickly, but obviously he wants to get it out of the system. And he was really good in that um, half an hour. Could have had a couple of goals himself. The second half, probably the last 20 minutes. So many shots Liverpool had in that last 20 minutes. Like Salah at the post. Um Smeichel's made a couple of good saves from Salah. They say it's so good to see Salah back in Liverpool. Yeah, best player in the world, and it's a joy, joy to have him on the side. So really good to have him back. Um, yes. Yeah, who else? Mane obviously wasn't involved today, but we've got Mane to come back. We've got virtually a full squad. Everyone's fit. We've got Harvey Elliott who came on again. Got a little run out. Good to see him back in fitness. The centre-backs were really solid today. Matip with a cheeky little assist as well for Jota. And so, yeah, I could go on and on, to be honest. I thought it was really, really comfortable. There was a few little moments for Leicester, probably in that first 20 minutes, possibly. But other than that, Liverpool dominated the game. And obviously, the second half should have been a few more goals. But didn't come. We got the second in the end. That was the main thing. And... Now we just look forward to the next game and it's a very, very busy month of uh, games for Liverpool. They come every couple of days. Big game at the weekend, another uh, league game. It's Burnley away. And then we're into Champions League action again. That's getting back up, up and running, so that's exciting. Champions League is always what, what Liverpool loves to be involved in. So yeah, big big game away in Milan, uh, into Milan. Uh, I think it's Wednesday night. There are more league games to come, obviously. There's the little carrot of a little trip to Wembley for everyone at the end of the month, and there's a more FA Cup game. So all this squad is going to be getting games. They're going to be getting minutes. It's good to see everyone back. I'm so excited about the next few weeks and months for Liverpool, with all to play for. Can't wait for the next game. Come on, Liverpool! Very good performance from Liverpool at Anfield against Leicester, another three points which keeps Liverpool in a position where you can think that, statistically at least, they can challenge Manchester City until the end of the season. And I think overall the performance was very good. Positionally, Liverpool's team for 80% of the fixture didn't really give Leicester any kind of territory in Liverpool's half. 
especially in the second half, were completely dominant. There was little bits of the first half in which Leicester got into some half spaces and looked to get into some more promising areas. But on the whole, they weren't able to penetrate Liverpool's midfield section and beyond that, Liverpool's final third on very many occasions. And much of that was to do with Fabino, Joe Matip and Virgil van Dijk, who absolutely hoovered every bit of threat from Leicester up, as I say, especially in that second half. And when Liverpool are like that and then three players are physically and positionally dominant, then it allows Liverpool to be on the front foot, camp themselves inside the opposition half and the position of the players is such that they can win the ball back on a consistent basis and mean that the opposition almost become sucked into their defensive third. And that's what happens for the vast majority of the second half when Liverpool's performance really did go up and they come out comfortable winners within the game. And just to touch on a few players, really, obviously I've mentioned the three players who play in the defensive half of the, the pitch. I mean, Fabinho for the second goal was just another example of how key he is with them almost telescopic legs and perfect positioning in the middle of the pitch to to win the ball back and set Liverpool on another attack, which he does so frequently, is so vital to Liverpool. I think with Fabinho, what you don't want him doing is you don't want him managing big spaces. If you get him in a foot race and expose him to an open playing field, when the distances of your teammates aren't great, then he can be exposed. But in condensed spaces, when Liverpool's positioning of all the units of the team is correct, then he absolutely, I've used the word hoovers up, all kinds of attacks that the opposition have and puts Liverpool, as I say, on the front foot. And that was certainly in the second half where he excelled and always does so alongside, even more so, alongside Thiago, or of course, return for today's game. And no player is more valuable in terms of statistical points that a team amasses compared to when they're in and out of a side, Thiago. The difference in that when he's been Liverpool's side this season is more than any other player in the Premier League. And again, he demonstrated why his ability to control the fixture, especially when it went into his more predominant position of that deeper left-sided interior position in the second half and was able to dictate the tempo of the game, get on the ball, combine in the deeper half of the field to allow Liverpool to have a monopoly on possession. But also, one of the things that's always so underrated about him is his intelligence off the ball. So consistently stepping in, reading the game, stealing possession, much like Fabinho. Again, when the distances of the team are short and he doesn't have to cover ground, magnificent reader in terms of the timing to intercept and again put the team on the front foot and I feel for the first game back he demonstrated just how important he is and obviously his win and run when he's in the side and alongside Fabinho in particular just goes on and Liverpool need to keep him fit for as many potential games as they can this season and especially the ones which are the more difficult on paper and if they do then Liverpool have got a good chance of winning any football match they go into really with that, that sort of structure in midfield of two outstanding players and two players who complement each other really, really well because they're opposites in a lot of senses. But one thing they both have in common is fantastical, fantastic football brains and technical ability. Thiago more so than nearly any midfield player in the Premier League. So really good comeback from him and I thought he was outstanding on the day. And then obviously we had Luis Diaz playing his first uh, start for Liverpool. 
and he was everything that I believed he would be a very vertical player, high energy, really good technically, both on and off the ball, looks a really good fit for Liverpool. At times he got into some really good areas and didn't provide the, the final action, which would be decisive. But the fact that he's getting into them areas on a consistent basis already and some of the link-up play, it just shows and, and his profile in terms of making them runs from, from out to in and threatening space in behind and being a goal threat. Then you can see exactly why he was bought by Liverpool and, and, and I think Klopp will be absolutely delighted with his overall performance in the first game. And obviously Diogo Jota, who played as one of the front three against started on the pardon me, started on the right hand side, then went into a central position. And how Liverpool have unearthed a player who played on virtually the halfway line for one of the most un- unimaginative sides in the Premier League in Wolverhampton Wonders, mainly off the left hand side, and was a counter attacking player tasked with progressing the ball through through travelling with it, running with the ball through long distances and and playing playing when the ball was turned over and, and Wolves were, were threatening space in behind or on a transition to suddenly being the player that he is for Liverpool in which Liverpool face the vast majority of teams who sit in their own half or camped in their own penalty area, whatever it may be, in deeper areas and Liverpool task would open them up and he's shown so much more to his game than you would have imagined at Wolves and I think that, that can only be testament to Liverpool's recruitment. I mean... The thing is about Jota, he takes up such intelligent positions, always within the width of the 18-yard box. And because of that movement and that anticipation, he's always in a position in which he can either create an opportunity or get a strike a goal. And it's just masterful in terms of his, his reading and understanding of the game in the most congested area and with the least potential time you have to, to execute your actions. And again today, I mean, just drifting into a good area from the corner which I, I don't know how you, you you teach that to a player. It's almost off the cuff and a, a reactionary to the situation as it happens in, in a split second. And then obviously for the second goal, just a slight movement that he makes to come off his marker, a little movement to the right-hand side, which allows him that little split second to be able to get the snapshot away all in one movement and, and score a goal from close range. And he's been doing it all season. And sometimes with these kind of players... You often think to yourself, you know, can they continue to to make such great movements and get in such good positions from anticipation? But these kind of players, when they're playing at elite level and they're doing it over a considerable period of time, and if you look at Jota, obviously over last season as well, then you, you really believe that it's an in, inherent trait in his game. The playing with better players has brought out in him in the areas he can get himself in with the domination Liverpool have at the ball. And it's such a big tool for Liverpool because for so long, as good as Roberto Firmino has been as a footballer and how much he's brought to the Liverpool side, he, he, Liverpool have always been heavily reliant on the two wide forwards to score the majority of the goals. With Jota now adding to them tallies all the time and having almost a triple threat on the field in terms of players who can score goals, it's really made... Liverpool be able to see out more games than they previously had. I mean, even when they won the title, a lot of the games were where the odd goal. And you'd always believe now, I mean, you look at the statistical aspect of, I think Liverpool have created more chances than any other team and had the highest amount of expected goals. And that's a testament to the forward players because they're very vertical, they're very direct and they have one thing in, in the mind is, is to threaten the outcome of games in the 18-yard box and Jota is, is much like Salah and Manny in that sense. So a really, really good 
performance from Liverpool overall. And obviously they go into the weekend now hoping to pick up another three points and, and keep and applying that pressure for as long as they possibly can. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.